Welcome to CloudNets, where networks meet cloud. We're helping you to keep up with the latest in the quickly changing field of high-scale networking. And now, our networking experts. Hi, and welcome back to CloudNets AI, our special mini-series spin-off of CloudNet, in which mm -hmm. we talk about AI, but into a greater detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and teach you, hopefully, some things. So, Today we're going to talk about uh, congestion and, and the two methods of dealing with them. One is dealing with them and one is avoiding them. Yeah. Like Einstein said, a wise man avoids a situation that a smart man would not have something. Let's, you know. let's, okay. let's, let's <laughs> so, put Einstein yeah. aside. Yeah. Okay. So, but but you, you get our grip. Uh, if you have an issue, you can avoid it altogether or you can wait for it to happen and then deal with it. And what we are trying to do is to be the first one. So we, we eliminate, eliminate uh, congestion altogether with the AI networking fabric instead of waiting for congestion to happen, which mm -hmm. uh, it will ev eventually when right. it comes to right. Ethernet, and then invent some mechanism to mitigate it. Uh, some of them are very good, but still, if you avoid it at the first place, it is better because, and this is where Ran comes in and explains Let, to Let's us put it what, this way. Yeah. Um, when, when it comes to a network, uh, the idea of a best effort always kind of persists. That's, that's the basic principle. Um, you send traffic and you assume that everything is going to be all right, right? And then when something fails, and something always fails, definitely in large uh, infrastructures, uh, then you start to react onto it. And now everything kind of rotates around how fast is your reaction, how good is your um, uh, way of, of uh, touching or, or, or collecting the inputs, all the indicators of what's going on in the and network? This is for, from the very basic uh, retransmit mechanism and onto very sophisticated uh, telemetry Alternative you know, routes, yeah. uh, resending of the packet, uh, collecting of telemetry, uh, tracking of buffers uh, or buffer indicators of how, how, to what extent the buffer is consumed at a given time. All of that are methods in order to understand that there's something happening currently in the network, and let's, and let's, let's, try, yeah. let's try to solve it. Let's yeah. try to fix the problem after something already cracked. Okay, and right? on the other hand, when it comes to a cell-based fabric or a scheduled fabric, yeah. we then, do not have... Uh, so the logic when it comes to a scheduled fabric is let's not send the traffic before we have a guarantee that that traffic is valid, that it's available for the network to absorb it throughout the entirety of the path of that fabric. So, Which is basically the, the concept behind chassis, right? This is how a chassis is built. Well, a chassis, let's, let's, let's kind of zoom out. A chassis is a, is a device which was built uh, uh, to be fit into a network. So the network has all sorts of network behavior, but every network component is expected to work as a guaranteed device. Exactly. So when you build a chassis, although there are multiple components, inherently you build all these mechanisms into the chassis because, again, it needs to behave like yeah, a network You don't element. have a congestion on the chassis backplane. Right. This is th th that's exactly what that internal mechanism um, solves to you because, again, a chassis is one network element yeah. in a larger network. Okay, so let's talk about this mechanism which was implemented in a chassis and now it is implemented across the entire network with the DDC. Yeah, yeah. The, logic, the logic is that th there, is, um, there is a scheduling mechanism. It's called a virtual output queue. Mm -hmm. um, 
there is an indication from the output device, the, the receiving side of the, of the traffic, indicating to the uh, transmitting side that the network is in its full, is capable of accepting this amount of traffic. And only then traffic is, uh, is being uh, transmitted into, into the network. There is, a, there is a situation called head of line queuing. When you have multiple devices sending into one device, uh, congestion is not caused by one entity, but by multiple entities all sending, even not to specific destination, but there is a junction somewhere yeah. in the network which absorbs, absorbs a lot of traffic and then that traffic spreads. But the, that junction the, is a The problem. noisy neighbor problem. Yeah, and then when you kind of propagate that uh, congestion back to the, to the sending side, um, when you just blindly, you know, blasting all of the senders that there is a congestion, then you might impact a good neighbor because traffic, uh, because noise is coming from yeah. another neighbor, right? And you want to impact that neighbor only. So that's kind of the, the scenario known as a, as a uh, noisy neighbor. When you have um, an inherent VOQ, virtual output queue mechanism built into your uh, fabric or, or network, then you avoid bo both these problems, head of line queuing, and a noisy neighbor. And you also better utilize the fabric because you do not send and, and waste fabric resources on a packet that will not be able to fulfill its journey, right? Right. One of the, one of the criteria for a good solid network is that cross bisectional bandwidth. How much, how much actual bandwidth is running through that aggregation layer of the network? Um, one level is to you know, bring that cross bisectional bandwidth level higher. When you're sending traffic, you count that traffic as part of the cross-bisectional bandwidth. When it gets to the end and then it gets dropped and it needs to be retransmitted or even cause uh, a back, uh, backlash traffic going back to the, to the source, you uh, exceed the, the capacity of the cross-bisectional bandwidth. You count it, but it's, it's useless traffic, right? It's, it's uh -huh. a false utilization of the cross-bisectional bandwidth. So you only want it's to send throughput, when not it's good put. It's yeah. throughput versus good put, exactly. Yeah. So you want to kind of um, keep that cross-bisectional bandwidth measurement a real measurement and not just floss, uh, fall, falsely uh, you know, good indicator of something which is essentially not working well. So th this sounds optimal because you know we resolve a we we avoid the problem which we will would have uh, a, a very hard time resolving and we get great performance. Is there any trade-off? For instance, what about latency? Because if you measure a specific uh, ASIC latency, hmm. uh, you might see uh, lower uh, results mm -hmm. on, on uh, ASIC that was aimed for a network and not for a chassis. Well, but to, is, to, it, to is it the right extent, way to, to look at it? To a certain extent, it's, it's somewhat true. Um, you, you could measure the lowest possible outcome of a latency, and then uh, a fully scheduled mechanism uh, might push that minimum latency a little bit higher. But when you're looking at the application, and explicitly for AI networking, that's not the way to measure latency. You want to measure the, the tail latency, yeah. like the last traffic that traverses through the network and results at the receiving end where a calculation is being done, um, is always the, the one that dictates when will the calculation begin, right? So you need yeah. to get all or, of your inputs and before... for that matter, this is what affects JCT, job completion exactly. time in AI workload. So what you want to measure when you're measuring latency is in fact the jitter. Yeah. What's the difference between the lowest latency and the highest latency? That's the, the count that, that matters the most. And when you have a uh, fully scheduled uh, mechanism like a VOQ, 
then that latency, that latency variation, the jitter, is minimized, right? And so you can measure, uh, uh, in certain scenarios, you can measure a very low latency when you're using kind of a, a plain Ethernet network or a very high net, uh, latency. So, so even if one packet arrives earlier, it's still your workloads waits for all the packets to arrive. And, and this it's is meaningless. It's a basketball thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> First player is in, meaningless. meaningless. Okay, thank you very much, Ron. Uh, this was our pitch about uh, congestion avoidance versus mitigation. We talked about uh, better utilization of the fabric. We talked about VOQs ensuring that mm -hmm. the packets can come through uh, to the destination port. We talked about latency and in general, we talked about how a schedule fabrics make sure that your AI infrastructure is lossless and predictable mm -hmm. versus additional technologies that handle uh, congestion uh, and do not avoid yeah. it. There are lots, lots of development around this area of you know solving the congestion once it happens, uh, avoiding we it. Simply avoiding avoid it, it yeah. simply makes a better work. Yeah. Thank you very much, Ron. Thank you for watching. We'll be back with more with CloudNet's AI. See you then. And that closes up on another episode of CloudNets, where networks meet cloud. Thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode of CloudNets.